Hello and welcome back to Pretentious Movie Talk. Okay, Leah, what movie are we talking about today? Because we have no guests, so it's just me and Leah. It's just, just us. We're talking just about Midsummer, which Midsommar. I've been trying to make Andy watch forever since I first mm-hmm. saw it. I've just been like, watch it, watch it, watch it. How many We've times been... have you seen it? I've only seen it once. Oh, yeah, same. I was on the verge of... Because my dad bought the Blu-ray and it had the director's cut and the actual cut, like the theatrical. Yeah. I was so on the verge of just, like, watching the director's one straight afterwards. I can't put myself through it again, but I love it. (laughs) I love this film. (laughs) This is a good good endorsement for it. I can't put myself through watching it again. It's really traumatic. I loved it. Yeah, I love everything that went into it. I think... Ari Asa is amazing. I loved Hereditary as well. Uh, do you want to do the classic Leah says the plot? Yeah. How in detail do you want me to go with this? Because there's a lot that happens. As in detail as you want to go. Sorry, I had a drink. I was I was like just going to leave you to that. I didn't expect me to have to take part in that anymore. <laughs> just um, don't say the plot. It so is has a about... A girl called Danny who is in a very shitty relationship and her parents and her sister die, which kind of forces her... Her boyfriend was going to break up with her and then this happens. He's like, no, nah, I can't do that anymore. Not because he cares. What happens? Oh, yeah, they die. Not because he cares. How did they just, die? How did they die? Um, murder-suicide. <laughs> the classic. The classic. <laughs> really pleasant. Really nice. Um... And he's going with the boys to Sweden to visit one of their hometowns. And, um, well, because he, he feels like he can't break up with her anymore. They ta- He takes her with him. Yeah, yeah. And it turns out they're just a cult that want to And sacrifice. shenanigans ensue. Shenanigans, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, well, I feel like we're going to go into spoilers. but Oh, yeah, we can't talk about this like without going into spoilers. The majority of the audience isn't even going to watch the film or listen to it. So if you are... Spoilers. If not, carry on listening. We'll try and explain what happens. Um, do I want to jump straight into the? Fi- I've got like a whole thing here about like new wave horror. Oh <laughs> my god, you don't, but okay. Leah. This podcast is meant to be entertaining, not intellectual. But go on, go on. Give oh, me no. your. I'm just. No, no. We'll try and we'll try and add some spice to it, but let's go yeah. into new wave horror. <laughs> well, I was just. I like this film because it's different. Great, so far, an amazing... <laughs> it's different. I feel like, especially in our lifetime, horror films, they mean nothing. They're all bad. Well, oh, that is a controversial. No, but you had, like, in the, like, 2000s, you had, like, the Saw movies, which meant nothing. They just were violent. And they shocked people, and that's why they were successful. Well, you are going to annoy a lot of people. All ten of our listeners are going to be but, right. We're going to get so many messages. <laughs> but and then you have like all the like insidious films, which are just jump scares, nothing else. That's all they are. You can't mm-hmm. disagree with me. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm letting and, you letting you go on your tangent about new wave horror. <laughs> I feel like recently there have been. A lot of movies, horror in the horror genre, that are kind of more substance, more give something more some, like Happy Death Day. No, which I've not I seen will that. die on the rock <laughs> that Happy Death Day is one of the best films that have come out in recent memory. I've not Happy seen Death that. Happy Death Day has no right to be as good as it is. 
it's like Groundhog Day, but the person gets murdered and keeps getting murdered again and again, and it's so good. But does it have meaning? No. Well, do- see, that's what I'm talking. I'm talking about things with meaning right now, not just spectacle horror. Okay, shoot. Go. Give me. Give me some um, more examples of good horror films. Both of Arias's movies, Hereditary, Midsummer, um, mm-hmm. Robert Eggers' films like The Witch, The Lighthouse, Cabin in the Woods. It mm-hmm. follows, just stuff like that. All films I haven't seen, but all, all films, films I've heard I should see. Yeah, yeah. When the lighthouse comes out on Amazon, we're gonna do an episode on that. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Have you seen The Witch? No, I haven't. His, I'm too his... scared. It's not scary. It's not that scary. Okay, I'll give. It, I'll check it out. But I'm just. I like this. Back film to Midsummer. <laughs> I just think it's a bit of a a bit different to obviously. Old horror movies. Sorry, am I go- I'm going on such a tangent. <laughs> no, no, carry on. This is what this is about. I just needed to swallow, so I put my hand away from the microphone. Oh, I thought you were just like, turning away. No, from I didn't. <laughs> I just talking. had. So- I couldn't even like look at you for how bored I was. That I had to, <laughs> turn, to turn away. away. Um, no, I just think that in recent years, a lot of horror films are more substance. No, more. Yeah, more substance than just shock and jump scares and gore. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. I especially appreciate this film for that. That's okay. my tangent. That's Thank my you tangent. for your tangent. <laughs> Do you have any other things to say? Should we start? Because I have notes going through, because I was watching it, and I had notes that I made as I was going through, but they weren't that detailed notes. Did One of watch? them is, um, I was watching, sorry, I was watching The Good Place the other day, which we will talk about again in my recommendations. And so, you know, I think his name's Josh in Midsummer. The guy who was also writing a thesis. Oh, yeah. He's in The Good Place and his character's called Chidi. So I literally at one point just wrote Chidi, ah, in all capitals. <laughs> so this is the kind of notes that we're getting. Oh, I've actually made proper notes. <laughs> yeah, no, another bit of mine was, okay, so there's a scene in the film where people like jump off a cliff and it's like quite intense. And then one of Very. them doesn't die and has to get his head slammed with a hammer. So at this point, I wrote, it goes from like me talking really good detail, like, oh, great editing and like stuff like that. And then it goes, oh my God, not the hammer. Fuck you, Leah. <laughs> and then another tangent, did they make Simon into a pie? This is the kind of quality quality analysis you can get from me. You so, find out what happened to Simon. It's yeah, I know. Awful. Jesus. It's awful. <laughs> it's really bad. Okay. Should we, what, what, where do you want to start? With your analysis. Well, I don't know if you picked up on this. Every painting in the film represents something that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Starting, not even starting when they get to Sweden, but starting at the apartment mm-hmm. with the bear painting. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got this. Oh, Leah, Leah, my film, my film student brain Good. was on the whole Good. way through I'm this. Glad. I'm just, I'm just checking. I watched video essays to like try and get up to speed with you. It was like it starts off with the painting at the beginning and then it's like this represents her story throughout the film. Gotta love that. <laughs> well, that's so intellectual, Andy. I know, I'm really smart. <laughs> you should have um, known this by now. Okay. Do you have do anything you wanna, Where do you want to start? I have Just a lot. go go through what's your favourite part? My fa- I love the ending. Oh really? I think it's very symbolic of... Oh my god, have you seen... what? Sorry, symbolic of, go. Just, no, 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 you go first. I've got a lot to say. 
Um, well, I was just going to say, have you seen how what Ari Aster wrote for the script, like the ending of it? No, I've not looked at the oh, script. Oh, it's so, it's so good. It's so, okay, carry on talking. I'm going to find what, like how he ends um, the film, because it's one of my favourite ways to write that a I, person's ever written a script. I see the ending as a happy ending for her. Yeah, but also very dark. Very dark, but it is a happy ending, because... The whole film, she is struggling with finding people to help her with her emotions. That's just her character. Like, Mm -hmm. her boyfriend doesn't help at all. What does he do for her? He wants to break up with her, but then doesn't... Because he thinks it'll make him look bad. Oh, well, I think it's also because he's not evil. I It's... But he's not doing it for her. He's doing it so he doesn't look bad. I think that's, that's up just... for interpretation. Okay, do you want me to... This is how it ends. Uh, okay, I'm going to read out the script. A smile finally breaks onto Danny's face. Uh, she has surra- she has surrendered to a joy known only by the insane. She has lost herself completely, and she is finally free. Oh no, and is finally free. It is horrible, and it is beautiful. Fate to black. I think that's, that's a banging end, and I really yeah. enjoyed that. That's amazing. Anyway, that's that's all I wanted to say. That's as film student-y as I'm going to (laughs) get. It's just, this is somewhere where people understand her emotions. Mm -hmm. Because you know when she has her breakdown? Oh, yeah, and it's like the difference between the beginning. Yeah, yeah. They're all experiencing it with her. Yeah, so, okay, I'm going to explain again to the audience if you haven't seen the film. So it starts off, there's like a scene of her crying because she's just found out that her family's like dead. And then it's a dark film. And then um, she like is crying on her boyfriend's lap, and he's like quite passive and not really paying attention. He and then oh yeah, he, he seems more bothered by it than actually willing to comfort her. Yeah, he yeah, like he seems like annoyed that he has to. Yeah, exactly. And then at the end, well, nearing the end, it's like she has a breakdown because she sees him like cheating on her. Is that sentence? That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, I know that scene. We'll get onto that scene. And then she like starts having a breakdown, and then everyone around her starts like m- not mocking her crying because it's not like taking the piss, but They're it's like doing it imitating. Her. Yeah, yeah. But they do like that joining in throughout. Like when um oh, and at the, yeah, did, at the end, at the end, and when the dude jumps off the cliff and breaks his leg instead of everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah they they kind of scream in pain with him. Mm-hmm. It's Speaking of, oh no, carry on. There, I know we both have so much to say. <laughs> I I love this film. I really mm-hmm. like this film. It's because just they're oh, you're not meant. They're meant to be well. They're villainized, aren't they? As, Are they arguably. though? But because that's... I thought weirdly they aren't that because they obviously surface level they do like a lot of awful stuff. But the way that we're positioned because we're all seeing it from like Danny's perspective, it's like a lot. Because she grows to, like, appreciate not being alone and having, like, people support her. It's almost like we appreciate that as well. So it's like they're not completely, like, evil. They're not the complete antagonists. No, 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 not at all. But as soon as they get there, these people are made to seem like antagonists. (gasps) Really? Okay, explain that point because I disagree. Not maybe when they get there. But when 
especially the scene which I think villainizes the village people is mm-hmm. when Connie wants to leave. Connie's one of the outsiders yeah, yeah, yeah. who's there. And she wants she wants her and her fiance, they want to leave. Mm-hmm. But Why do you think that? Because he that lies part? to her and kills her fiance. <laughs> yeah, but you don't immediately like see that, I guess. Because I think he just plays with Oriasta. He just kind of plays with the emotion or like the expectations. He does a he you think he might do a Ryan Johnson and just subvert the expectations. But like I feel like he almost plays into them. Where he's like, you know that these people are evil, so I'm just going to draw it out for a really long time of like not seeing that they do anything bad until the end. And then it's like, I was correct. The, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel... you're Initially, you don't like them. These aren't people you like. Y- yeah. But I think that they're portrayed in the film as like, you would like them if you didn't have any like context of what the film was. I mean, they're friends with Pello, who is like part of the cult. They like he's quite likable before yeah. they get. He's there. the most likable one of the friends. Oh, what about Kenny though? I don't know what his name is in the film, but he's Kenny from Weird Al. Oh, <laughs> Will Will Poulter. Oh, we love him. We love him. But also, he is such he's such a piece of shit. In that film, yeah. He's such a bad person. He pees on the sacred Piss, tree. Yeah, pisses on the sacred tree. Okay, um, I want to talk about... This film must seem insane to Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I want to talk about the titles, because I really like the titles. Oh, <gasps> siren. Um, I want to talk about the titles, because I thought the titles were great, and they were very ominous. And then also, okay, there was a transition, which was like, she went into the toilet to cry. Oh, with the plane. And then it flips them to being like on a plane. And I wrote down, toilet plane transition made me audibly go, oh, <laughs> in my notes. That's that's how that's what I wrote down as I was right, <laughs> watching the film. And then car drive when it does upside down. I love it. <laughs> if, you know the part I'm talking I know about? What, I know exactly what you mean. So there's a part in the film where it's like they're driving to the Swe- Swedish? Yeah. Like people. And they're like town village i don't know and it like there's a drone shot where it goes like in front of the car and it looks like the car's like upside down pretty much i don't know why i explained that in such a roundabout way but i really enjoyed that because it really freaked me out i don't know why but it was just really weird it's unsettling really unsettling okay i was quite proud of myself so (laughs) there's a bit (laughs) where they get to the swedish village and I watched some video essays, and no one, no one brought this up. In the background, you can see—I don't know—I think it was like five sheep or something. Okay. And one of the sheep is black. Okay. Now I thought this was like symbolism for like Danny being like the black sheep in like the group, and like being like oh. a part of it. And I was like, I'm not gonna lie, I almost just cried with how proud of myself I was <laughs> for You're seeing God. this. I was like, I've ascended to the next level. I am officially a deity. Bow to my knees. That's pretty good. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm quite a film student kind of guy. You should check out my podcast that I do with someone else. 50-50 split. Okay. <laughs> I just, anyway. I feel like this episode is the only episode I've actually talked about a film properly. 
Wow. No, well, the thing is, this podcast is not about talking about films properly. This is very much just making do with the lacking analysis that we have. Okay, say something. I watched a video essay that talked about the theme of control Mm -hmm. in the film and how things are often out of our control and left up to fate. Spicy. Go into it. Go on. So you can see that each one of these people who are sacrificed, there's nine sacrifices. So that yeah, is, yeah. who is that? That's... Oh, <laughs> door shuts. Okay, anyway, this is, is riveting stuff that you can get on the podcast. The the two village people that are chosen for the bingo thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Christian, Danny's boyfriend. Um, and then his friends, his three friends. And then Connie mm-hmm. and her, what was her fiancé called? Simon. Simon. It was, in some way, they all disrespected the beliefs of the townspeople and their I know, the disrespect. Apart from freaking, what's his name? The boyfriend. He He played it so well. I thought, literally, there was one point where it was, one of them got accused of stealing a book or something and then, like, disappeared. And he was like, I have no association with this. He's not a friend of mine. Yeah, yeah. He... He was involved with that. He wanted, he wanted, he, they were going to work together on that thesis. So he yeah, was in part of disrespecting that. I don't know. No, I don't think he was because I thought it was the other guy who stole it for his own wants. Anyway, that's exactly what I would have done. I would have just been like, this is all them. I have nothing to do with this. I'm innocent, I swear. Instead I of making really... him boil alive in a bear suit. I, I think when he just distances, that's meant to be one of his best friends. Yeah, yeah. And he was just like, no, I don't I don't have anything to do with that. That <laughs> just adds to what a piece of shit he is. Because he is awful. The whole movie, he's not a good person. I think he progressively gets worse. You've got to feel bad for him. How? Why? He when? pretty much gets raped at the end. <laughs> but it, He gets yeah. drugged and then made to have sex with a girl. <laughs> Obviously that's awful. And yeah... Yeah, you made a fair point. <laughs> okay, I'm broken, but Leah. Can Should I we... just... No, 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 yeah, no, yeah. no, I'm not done, I'm not done. Before mm-hmm. that, he's flowing with that bitch the whole time. <laughs> he'd be flirting, he'd be... He'd be flirting with that bitch. He'd be wanting a shag. Well, that's literally why he, they were going to Sweden. That's why, like, they were hyped, wasn't it? They're like, oh, we mm-hmm. some Swedish chicks. Get that puss. Um, <laughs> <Ugh. laughs> I just really disgusted myself. Okay, should we talk about some of the technical sides of it? Oh, the colour scheme, please. Oh, no. Can we I, talk okay, about we'll get, we'll get on to that. Okay. But I want to talk about the, like, trippy effects that are just constantly in the background. Oh, what, how the trees, like, move? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was so well done. Because they were so subtle that, like, they were so unnerving when you realised them. Because, like, yeah. you just see someone's face, like, slightly morph. Okay, so what happens in the film <laughs> is they take, like, magic mushrooms at some point. They're all... Constantly. 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 These townspeople are just putting it in. They they having a good riot. Okay, anyway, so in the background you can like always see like the trees like slightly moving, but like not so much that you have to like pay attention to notice it. Which I think makes it so much better because it's like their vision is like constantly whenever they're on it, it's just like warped. But not to the extent that like there's a it's like there's a lot of effects. 
that are going on. It's not just like one bit where she looks at her face and suddenly it's warped and it's like, oh, drugs. It's like constantly the background's moving and the face is like, even in the background, like extras are being warped. Do you know what I think is a good scene for like that? What? Um, the dancing. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Oh, the... oh, such good. Also, like the crossfades, just like going over and over and oh, that scene. And then it's like, I don't speak Swedish. <laughs> and then suddenly How she are we talking? <laughs> yeah, just that scene's sick. Okay, talk about the colors. The colors. Well, because in this like Swedish countryside, it's never really dark. There's only one scene where mm-hmm. we see them in the dark. Yeah, yeah. Sweden. But. Back at their, like, I don't know where they live. Some snowy place in America. It's snowy. Yeah, yeah. It's dark. It's dull. It's really bland. It's, like, all kind of grey tones. But then mm-hmm. when they get to Sweden, it's really bright. Loads of primary colours. Oh, so, just... oh, the primary colours. Oh, just... boy, oh, boy. I felt like I was in year one all over again. I know. <laughs> just it was very flowers on it. And, like... Mm-hmm. Wait, I wrote, a, I wrote a note about this. Okay, back to Andy's amazing notes. Um... Uh... Oh no, I've lost it. Oh, aspect ratios and colours, but still horror. Okay, <laughs> I'll explain this. So, yes. like, I thought the aspect ratio was, like, kind of wider and, like, allowed you to see a lot more. And I felt like, because horror films usually play, because they're at, like, night, they usually play with the characters not being able to see things and, like, horror of the unknown and everything. But in this film, it was, like, the audience was put in the character's like point of view. So you could look in the background and see something like weird or like see you could just had so much more visibility because it was like daytime and also a really like big aspect ratio, if that makes sense. Two by one, big up. Um <laughs> and I just thought it was very interesting. We need to wrap up this talk because we have been talking about this film for twenty three like, minutes. Twenty three minutes and that's <laughs> A long time. Okay. I just have so much to say. Give me, give me some, give me some quick notes. Quick notes. You have a minute to go quickly. Quick notes. Quick notes. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I don't really know. You're doing really well. (laughs) Oh my god. I think think we've talked about a lot of it. Like closing, closing thoughts. Closing thoughts. This film is just amazing, and but I'm never gonna watch it again because it's too disturbing. Really, I can't wait to watch it again. Okay, what? Um, what would you give it out of ten? Oh, nine. I give it eight point five. Eight point five. We're pretty, We're pretty, much yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty similar. That's, just that doesn't one, happen a lot. Oh, the one scene that I will never get out of my brain ever is you know. Anyway, we've got a minute. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> what was it going? When when um Christian's running away from the sex ritual. <laughs> oh my god! And he's and, just butt um, naked. He's just butt naked, and he runs into that shed. <gasps> oh my god! And then it's. Is his insides are on the outside? It's it's so his insides are on the outside. <laughs> okay, we're gonna leave that up for interpretation <laughs> if you haven't seen the film. But it's oh really my gross. god, I okay. did a bit of research into that as well. I said Jesus thing. Christ. Okay, Leah, we gotta move on. Okay, I just wanted to say, you know how much I love climax. Yeah, you know how much I I, I, I love know that you film. love it. That's all you and can talk about. I wrote. Gives Climax a run for its money. So if that doesn't... Really? Yeah. Also, real quick analysis. Danny is always by herself and her one friend that she actually has who's on her side is never shown is and it's only on, on the phone. 
Okay. Did you see anyway. that in a video essay? No, I I wrote I that was all that was all Andy Fraser. Oh, good job. That good was job. from from your boy. Okay. Recommendations. Right? Recommendations. Okay. I actually have recommendations this week. <sighs> I have wanna... two songs. That's not how it works. Okay, I well have I have an EP, two. so You've... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we move. Gimme give, give me your The first one I'm gonna be recommending. Is mm-hmm. the brand new hit single by the 1975? Called, oh, <laughs> if you yes. Want, called, <laughs> called, <laughs> just dropped everything. Cool. Okay. Um, if you're too shy, let me know. That is a bit of a too long intro, but once it gets in, oh, 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 spicy. we saw that. We saw that live. live. Big up. We did. On okay. My what's birthday. your other song that you have to? Oh, a little ickle bit of a tame impala. Oh, of course. Let it happen. I do not know banger, that. But... Banger. I feel is like it... I just recommended um, the two most Leah songs I could. Oh, one, oh 100%. Yeah. <laughs> you literally can't get more Leah. Okay, I'm going to recommend an EP, which is The Boy Who Cried Freedom. And it's by Jacob Banks. And it slaps. It's my favourite of... Well, one of my favourite of all time. And it's all I listened to in, like, year 11. And I've gotten back into it. Um... Every time I log into Spotify, you've got a new playlist. Oh my god, I keep making a new playlist. I literally have... Oh, I'm back in my names, though. It's very Leah. It sounds like things that you'd say. It's like, do I be dreaming? Catch me vibing and disassociating. Okay, these are some amazing things that you can get on my Spotify. Don't don't look at my Spotify names, because they're just embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, TV show. TV show. Oh god. (laughs) Do you want me to go? Yeah, please. Okay, I'm recommending The Good Place purely because, which ties into the film because it has the same actor. Anyway, purely because the finale is the best bit of television I have ever seen. It, it I, I can't voice how perfect it is. It's, and it's shots like so different from the rest. Of, oh, oh, I cried. Oh, Christ, okay. so, oh, it's so Did good. You... Okay. Okay. Anyway, I've, I would recommend I've watching that TV show purely for the finale. Oh, it's on Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah. Four seasons. For, I can do that. And we're all, not like, going anywhere. There's, there's only like twelve episodes in each season, and they're all twenty minutes long. Oh, but I can bang. I could do that in a day, mate. I know it's spicy. Okay. What's your? Um, I've not really been watching a lot of like series, so I'm just going to recommend. The Louis Ferrou documentary where he meets the Nazis. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say when he meets Joe Exotic. No, but that one's a crease as well. That one's really <laughs> You have good. a weird obsession with this man. What, Louis Ferrou? Mm-hmm. Who doesn't? <laughs> a, not every normal person that's not you. John got me a Louis Ferrou t-shirt for my birthday. Okay, moving on. <laughs> film to recommend. Leah, what film do you want to recommend? I'm... I watched one on Netflix called Us and Them, not the Korean rom-com, but the other one. <laughs> you you messaged me about this and you were like, not the bad one. No, I didn't say the bad one. I said not the rom-com. You said not. That was a weird sound that just came out of my mouth. You no, said you, not the... Okay, you, can, you can go quote me on that. I did not say that. Bear with? Bear with? Oh no, you did say not the rom com. Okay, anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fuck you. I'm I'm gonna recommend Greener Grass, which I don't know how you can watch it. Wink, wink. But 
Um, it's very good, and it's literally the weirdest film that you will ever watch. And I'm pretty sure I might have recommended this before. You've recommended but, it to me personally. Yeah. If not, then this is a new recommendation. 10 out of 10 would recommend someone turns into a dog and someone drinks pool water. That's all I'm going to say. And it's the weirdest film you will ever watch. That sounds lit. It's I didn't get a so chance good. to explain my film that I recommended. I oh, yeah. It's not Korean. Sorry, explain it. A dark satire on the class system in the UK starring Tim Roth's son. Are you reading the Google synopsis? <laughs> no. <laughs> it literally um, sounds like... Okay. And it, he, he pretends to be some rich girl's like boyfriend to like break into our house. But it like has like flashback. You'd love the editing; it's really well edited. So it's like Parasite. Ah. It's not like Parasite, no. Um, it's like <laughs> it's very Tarant, like old Tarantino, like Reservoir. Oh, yeah, so it's very Leah Tinsley, is what I'm and hearing. It's violent, but it has a message, wow, and it's funny, beautiful. and it's funny. <laughs> I I will actually probably maybe check that out. Do you know what I'm not going to recommend? I'm specifically not going to recommend a film. I'm going to recommend no one watches it. What? Blue Velvet. It's David Lynch and it's so bad. Did you not like it? I've never been more bored in a film. This was the first film that I watched and I was like, the direction in this is bad. It's David Lynch, you can't say that. They will have two people stand in a simple rule of direction. Which I feel like old films didn't really do, but like I feel like it makes it a lot more interesting. Is if you have two people talking, have like one of the characters doing something else at the same time. So like if it's like someone's talking to a police detective, for like example, have them be like writing something down on a piece of paper or like an envelope while like the other person's talking to them, or like have them I don't know doing something. But in this film, it was literally just two people standing and just talking to each other. Just like dead still. Anyway, let's move on to the question because I feel like Leah's about to snap. (laughs) Okay, I asked, but there's probably not going to be any responses. No. Oh no, it didn't upload. Oh. Okay, wait. We've got one. We've got some from last week. Okay. Uh, Improv while I find one. Um. Have you found one yet? Oh my god, you literally didn't even say anything. I just mm. <laughs> You just mmmed. That's, yeah, I don't have anything to say. Uh, okay, well, <laughs> that makes two of us. We can do this. Um, um, uh, 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 yeah. See, you're just making noises now as well. <laughs> Why did you get into film? Why did I get into film? Yeah, let's go with that. Probably my dad. Chloe asked that. Yeah, I'd say similarly. Okay, great. Um, that was a good conversation. <laughs> oh, we've got no- wait, we've got another one from Chloe. Um, are you watching Dirty Dancing in this? Am I watching Dirty Dancing? As in, will we ever do an episode on Dirty Dancing? And I I'm going to say it's no. It's not my favourite film in the <laughs> Because I, it's a very meh film, which my mum would kill me for saying because that's my mum's favourite film. But anyway. It's like everyone's mum's favourite film. Yeah, I know, isn't it? Swayze, big up. Um, okay, 
I think that wraps us up. Oh. Oh, oh we no, I know, I know, but we had to we got through that final bit like so quick. I know so we just spent so much time talking about it's because usually we spend like 15 minutes talking about the film and this time we spent like 23. It's because I actually contributed this I time. know, I'm so proud. <laughs> every, other, okay. every other episode, just, Leo, what do you think of this film? Uh, Peng. Next episode, we're either going to have Rosie or Nevon. So Yay, what are we going to talk about? I don't know. What, well, I'll, I'll ask them. Maybe we'll talk about... Danny Darko? Oh, yeah, but then I have to get them to watch Donnie Darko. And if there's one thing we know that Neve and Rosie won't do, it's something that I ask them. Do you know what? Neve has my DVD of Sicario, so let's talk about that. (laughs) Oh, no, I refuse. I hate Sicario. Okay, anyway. So, thanks for listening to (laughs) the podcast. Uh, Wash your hands and stay safe. Go on your daily allotted exercise time. Great. I hate that. That's now the outro. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye.